Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Your host, Paul, is the best-selling author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash and the brand new book, Best Business Practices for Landscapers, now available on Audible. Here's your host, Paul Jameson. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another Friday with Frank, Batman, Dr. Frank Holloman, back in the saddle. What's up, Dr. Frank? Okay, what's this Batman thing, Paul? How you doing, Paul? Good to see you. What's this Batman thing? Tell me about it. That's a, that's a nickname for you. You have many uh, similarities to Batman, Dr. Frank. Yeah, okay, I'll tell you what it is. Uh, we talked about it earlier. It goes uh, by this saying, if you can be Batman, it's better to be Batman. All right. Well, <laughs> Batman, also known as Dr. Frank Holloman, a uh, doctorate from Georgia Tech. Let's give credit to where credit is due, is back on the show. And uh, Frank wanted to bring you on today to talk about how we figure out how to do business and, and uh, really get that right framework to, to do business um, the right way. What do you think? Batman. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, Paul, is that every business owner has to figure it out for themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, the, what is, what they're going to do in their business, how they're going to make their business grow and expand their business and still be true to themselves also, mm-hmm. because uh, business is a self-expression of who you are as a business owner. It's a fabulous expression. That's why a lot of people love being in business for themselves because they have the freedom to be who they are and to build something according to the way they think it should be built. Mm. But the problem is, is how do you build the business so that it grows and it expands and it prospers? And, and there are proven ways to do that. But how do you figure that out? That's why we're bringing you on the show, Dr. Frank. (laughs) Yeah, well, this is what a lot of people do to figure it out, Paul, is they do trial and error. They try this, they try that, they try all kinds of things that they can think of, and a lot of it just flat doesn't work. And then they remember that and say, well, we're not going to do that anymore. We're going to try it differently. And if you do that long enough, you usually figure it out and you usually get the right path. But that's a hard way to, to learn. Because you're you're spending a lot of time and often a lot of money. 
because uh, you talk to anybody who's in business for a long time and they'll tell you, you know what? I used to think this, I used to think that, but over the years, I finally figured out what works, what doesn't. And I, I have determined that business in its essence is this or it's that. And, and all this other stuff was just a lot of noise and it took me a long time to figure it out. That's what a lot of business owners will tell you. Well, why not as a business owner, just start out majoring on the important things and not having to figure that out, figure out, have, have an idea in your head about what are the important things and focus on those. And you'll avoid a lot of the issues of wasting time and a lot of money. So trial and error is, is a method, but it's not a very good method. A better method is to know what the right things are in business, what business is in its essence, focus on those things and follow a proven system of how to, how to do those things. So that's, that's what, that's what I think the answer to that question is. Fantastic. Well, let's elaborate on that a little bit more because that's why guys are tuning in. Dr. Frank is my podcast. You know, this is like episode six fourteen, I believe. And so as guys have been listening to me throughout my journey, they're realizing I was that guy uh, making the trial and error, making the mistakes, getting a decade under my belt just to figure out that doesn't work. And like you said, all the time and money down the toilet because of the, um, you know, the time, the money it took me to learn the ways it doesn't work just to arrive at what does work. But what you're saying is it's better to start out of the gate and do the right things from day one. Um, so let's elaborate on that um, and those proven methods and, and that right uh, framework. Okay. Well, the, uh, one of the big principles I think is when you're just starting out and I know that perhaps in your audience, there's people at all different levels, just starting out been in business a while, um, been in business a long time and they just want to take the business to the next level still. So um you know, it depends on where, where you're at with your business. But for the person just starting out, I would say this. In any business, just start with what you got and do the best you can with what you've got and move forward. And you'll see an increase as long as you're bringing real value to your marketplace. If your customers uh, see that, that you're good, you do a good job, you're easy to do business with, you add real value, um, a, lot of, a lot of the lawn and uh, landscaping businesses offering a service for providing a convenience to them. Um, and there's other motivations too, but if you can provide the, the customer to the customer, what they want and they see the real value, you're going to grow and you can, you can do that with what you've got, even if it's just one lawn mower and a weed eater in the back of your pickup truck. Or in your case, I think you didn't even have a pickup truck. What, what did you start with? Not, well, it was a 97 Honda Accord. And my friend, because uh, <laughs> I, I didn't have any car actually. Um, and right as I was starting out, I called my friend and I knew they had this Honda Accord that was just sitting in the driveway. And so I said, hey, can I rent that from you? And they're like, how much? And I was like, I can give you $150 a month. And so I was, re I was renting it from them. And, uh, I thought it was going to be indefinitely. And so I got a little careless cause I, um, st I was like a cartoon. Uh, you know, I had a weed eater hanging out the window, but it was real life. <laughs> I'd put it in the back seat 
and then I'd put it diagonal and then I'd put the passenger window down and then, and the head of the weed eater would stick out the window and then I'd <laughs> fold up the lawnmower. I'd put that in the trunk and then I had a little handheld um, steel blower that I'd put in the back seat. And then I had my, my two gas cans, one for uh, 50 to one mix ratio for the power equipment and then one for gas for the mower. And I put the, the gas cans in the back seat. Well, what happened over time is they'd spill a little bit or the lid wasn't on tight or whatever. And, and I didn't realize it because I just always smelled gas because I was just always around the equipment. <laughs> but it, the gas had spilled into the, you know, the fabric of the um, back seat. And oh so then the lady called me and, and uh, their van, their minivan, they had a big family. Their minivan was in a fender bender and it was in the shop. And she's like, hey, um, sorry for the short notice, but we need our car back. And I'm thinking like, you know, play out to the end of the month or whatever. And she's like, no, like, can we get it this afternoon or whatever? And tomorrow morning, like we need it immediately because we need a vehicle. So I was like, okay. And so I, uh, I think her husband came to pick it up and then the next morning she called me and just chewed me out. You know, why the world is a gas, our car smell like gas. <laughs> she's like, were you running a lawn care business out of there? And then I, I, I don't know why I said this, but I was like, well, actually I was. <laughs> and uh, that, that really set her off even more. <laughs> and, so how did you fix it, Paul? Well, she gave me a whole long speech, which was a hundred percent true about you're a steward. You should have always returned something better. And, and uh, that's how my parents raised me. So I felt like a, you know, loser. Like I really did, you know, it was my fault. So I said, well, how can I make this right for you? And she's like, well, you take it to the car wash and shampoo it. And so I, I got it. Um, I, uh, took it to, I, I remember the exact car wash I took it to. I was there for like three hours, just shampooing <laughs> this thing. Um, they have, uh, it's like this, you keep putting quarters in it and the shampoo thing will keep going longer. One of those, you know, raggedy yeah. car washes right. and, uh, it wasn't doing much. And so then I returned it and it still smelled like gas. And then eventually her husband just, um, he's like, you know, it'll be all right. And, uh, she's going through a lot and you know, you made a mistake, you owned it. Um, but I, I really didn't fix it completely. So, um, yeah. Well, you moved on from there. In your yeah. Business, didn't you? Yeah, well, eventually I, got a, I eventually I got a, t a big upgrade. I got a 2000 F-150 and that was, you know, ha and it had an extended bed to, uh, so I bought ramps and I put the mower and all the equipment just in the, the bed of the truck. And that was, I mean, after being in a 97 Honda Accord, that was a wildly big improvement. Yeah, so you started with what you got. You moved and I, forward with it. Yeah. And I really and, did my best um, with what I had, like you said. Yeah, you did your best and increase came because you were bringing value to your customer. How, how did you uh, see a customer focus in your, in your, in your ideas in your head about when you first started out, were you, were you really focused on that customer <clears throat> or were you um, just thinking about how you're going to grow your business and, um, was the focus on you and where you're at or was your focus on your customer in those early days? In the early days, it was a little bit of mixture of both. It was, it was good and bad, but the, the financial pressure, I had such a, a desperation to scrape money together because I had to come up with um, 928 bucks every single month to pay the mortgage. 
And in my world at that time, that was astronomical amount of money. So the money was driving me to sell, 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 to get work and figure out how to do it. And so that was really motivating me if I would, you know, be mowing a customer's yard and I, be, I could it would just be like natural, like, well, can I do this too? I can do that, you know? And uh, I was just trying to um, basically make money. Um, so it wasn't, I wasn't in a place where I was really strategizing my business growth and had a foundation and a plan and everything you're teaching. I was just um, desperate um, to, to try to meet my threshold of, of being able to pay the, pay the bills. Yeah, but you know what you just said there was really key, Paul, and that was uh, in your desperation to bring in the income in those tough early, early months when you were just starting out, you were asking, can I do this? Can I do that? Uh, looking for different opportunities with your with your clients, with your customers. That's customer focus. Yeah, you're trying to to meet what they need and and stay true to what, what you do. But within the confines of, of what you do and what you were about as a business you, you were looking for opportunity and you let them know that. And, and didn't they uh, ask you to do different things, additional things that were related to lawn care? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, right out of the gate, my first customer, Maria, um, she had this fancy uh, brand new Cadillac Escalade, a brand new one. Um, it was like at that time, it was like a $90,000 vehicle. Um, and, uh, you know, she'd drive in and I'd make her yard look all nice and um, then she's like, Hey, you know, I was talking to our husband and we're thinking about doing this and doing that in the backyard. And, you know, um, instead of mulch, they wanted all the mulch gone and they wanted this Alabama rose stone, um, you know, little decorative stones in all the, the mulch beds. And they wanted sod in the back. And so I, I got this big job right out of the gate and, and I, I was like, yeah, I can do that. And I'm calling my buddy who used to have a lawn care business. I was like, I don't know how to price this thing. What do I do? And he, he was so kind. He, he walked me through it. Yeah. And then the other thing, Frank, and we'll get into more of this um, in a minute, but I never had a, I never had a moment where I wasn't working on growing my business because I had printed out flyers um, like brochures on eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper. And um, I would just walk throughout the neighborhood and just kind of snug them in the door behind the mailbox or, or, or pass them out to people in person. And so if I wasn't actually cutting grass, I was going around the neighborhood trying to get my next customer. And so it was just, um, the, the pressure to, to make money. I, I mean, the, the amount of hours that I was putting on building my business was basically night, uh, day to night, every single day. Right. So you had a, a, a very intense focus on, trying to get some more revenue by focusing on what can I do for the customer? What do they want? Let me ask them and let me take it seriously. And if it was in the realm of what you could do in your business, you would, you would take it on and things started to grow. You were bringing real value. So here's the thing, Paul is uh, the bottom line, just entry level to grow your business, no matter what level you are, whether you're starting out, you're been in business for a while, have some customers, or you've been in there a long time and you built, pretty good business already. Um, the bottom line is we can't even talk about going further and building until you've got the uh, quality service and an attitude where you really want to bring value to that customer. That's a given. That's the baseline. And from there, you can then use a framework to grow your business in all the smart ways where you're focusing on increasing business revenues from that platform. The platform is 
I, I offer really good service in these areas. Maybe you're not all things to all people in the landscaping and uh, lawn care business, and you don't have to be, but whatever you do, you know, you do it well and you, and you, you offer a quality service and you present that service. You, you give that service to the customer in a way that they can appreciate. And you're always looking for opportunity to um, bring them more value. That's a given. Given that, then it's a matter of building the business from that platform where you get good at focusing on how to get more customers, how to keep those customers that you do get so that they, they have no intention whatsoever to leave your company and go to your competition. They wouldn't even think of it. And, uh, and then you, you want to find ways, systems, proven systems that can offer more products and services to those existing customers, which we call moving up the value chain. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the fourth element is uh, motivating your happy customers to refer you to others. And that's really the keys. Those are the areas to focus on uh, to build the business. Once you've got a good quality service and you know that your, your customer focused on, on bringing value to them, then it's just a matter of building the systems that eventually run on automatic to get new customers, uh, keep those customers happy. And then third, move those existing customers up the value chain where they're getting more and more products and services from you. Often ones that even cost more mm-hmm. uh, so that, that you're deriving um, bigger revenues from, from that. Maybe, maybe you get the customer with a small product or service. And then once they like you and you show that you're, you do a good job and you're customer focused. Uh, you offer them other things. And before you know it, you're providing a, a whole suite of services that they're thrilled that they can get from you because they'd rather get it from you than anyone else. Uh, talk about that, Paul. Didn't you see that? Absolutely. And you mentioned the word. Well, I, you can see here, I'm writing down all these notes, Dr. Frank. And you said earlier, easy to do business with and convenience. And so you get the customer, uh, but a lot of folks will get a customer by lawn mowing. So each week here in Georgia, you know, May, June, July, August, for sure, you need to cut the grass weekly. You can even cut it weekly in, um, you know, the spring and fall, but you're mowing the grass. So, so they're, they're a new customer now. And then as they're your existing customer, you can then uh, sell the service of, well, Hey, it's springtime. We're going to put in flowers. Would you like some beautiful begonias by your front door? Uh, to really wow your guests as they come in and out. Um, you know, it's it's springtime. Would you like uh, some mulch? Freshen up your your beds. Or uh, popular here in Atlanta is uh, pine straw. And so now you, you, you're selling flowers, which is a really good profit margin if you really know how to get in and, and get those put put in correctly. Mulch is a good profit margin if you're, you're charging the right price. And then um, there's all kind of other... Ex- things around the um, house that might not be annually, annually like flowers and mulch, but you know, a storm comes through and maybe a tree's, you know, halfway hanging down and you need to just cut it down for safety or you need to prune up a tree. And um, of course, fertilization and weed control, 
Um, the big money maker here, Dr. Frank, is core aerations in May. Um, that can be an annual service. And so you start with the lawn mowing. And then, um, as you mentioned, motivating existing customers to buy more services. That's when you start offering flowers, mulch or pine straw, fertilization, weed control, tree services, core aerations. And, um, you know, you can get into all kind of other things that are a little bit different than lawn care. Uh, for example, pressure washing the driveway, you get a pressure washer and a surface cleaner and you can clean that driveway in a couple hours or less. Um, especially when you really get in the swing of things, you can, you can bang that thing out in an hour, hour and a half. And, um, you know, that's something you could upsell to your customer. And then the, the higher end things would be what our friend Caleb Allman does. Um, you know, when you start getting into the backyard and doing a stone patio paver, um, you know, fire pet, fireplace, kitchen, you, you can really build something grand in the backyard. That's kind of uh, really moving up the value chain. It takes a lot of knowledge and education to learn how to do those things. But for guys that are just getting into the industry, it's really not that complicated to, to have a sharp blade on a lawnmower and cut grass. And, and even putting in spreading mulch isn't that, you know, you can really start with offering a lot of services that doesn't take too much education or knowledge to figure out how to do them. Um, and yet they're great profits if you're charging the right price and, and, and getting it done in a timely fashion. Well, over time, Paul, uh, as you um, got an entry uh, level service for that customer, probably just cutting the grass and you got in there and then they got to know you. They saw you were easy to do business with. They liked you. You, you were reliable. You, you met them where they were at and met their expectations, offered quality service. Then you started asking them about some additional things you could do. Hey, I can do this. I can do that. Or they'd ask you. Uh, over time, could you ballpark it for us? What you found that you were adding revenue to your business on the back end. You were making so much to, to mow, the, mow the yard. But then over time, as you had this or that, and different customers wanted different things. But on average, you were probably multiplying your revenue with that customer on the back end of your business by what kind of a factor would you say? Oh, oh yeah. Typically over time, as I figured this out and had uh, guidance of some really good mentors, I would say the mowing was about 20 to 25% of the revenue. And then all of the extra services, core aerations, mulch, flowers, et cetera, all of that was like 75 or 80% of my revenue. And so if you look at a, a good old New York style pizza, the, the lawn mowing um, was just a little sliver and the whole rest of the pizza was all the other services. And the cool thing about all the other services is you can really get fatter profit margins when you get dialed in on those services. And so um, that's kind of what happens yeah. is yeah. It, it's a three, four, five times increase of revenue by offering all those other services to the kind of gateway entry lawn mowing. You know what, Paul, that is true for any business. Uh, you acquire the customer. This is a key principle. You acquire that customer with some kind of entry level service. And because they don't know you, they're trying you out. You don't want them to spend a lot of money. You want them to try something that puts them at low risk financially okay, I'll, I'll have you mow the yard. If I like you, then, you know, I'll keep you. And, but you have in your head, well, if you like me, then I'll, I can do more things for you and, and you'll like me even better. 
in, in my business. And so uh, the truth is, is that it's the back end on anybody's business. After you acquire that customer and they like you, and you've built a relationship with them. Then you can add more products and services. That's where the real money is made in anybody's businesses. And so what that means then is that the businesses don't, don't realize that and have that as a framework in their mind that the real money is made in the back end. They're leaving a lot of money on the table by not thinking about additional things that are congruent with, with their skills and uh, the realm of what they want to offer by not offering it to those customers and say, Hey, we do this. We do that. Also, um, you want to try it out that so-and-so did it and they got this result and they're very pleased with it. It would really make your yard look better. It would add to, to the value. Uh, what do you think? And, uh, by not doing that, that's where you're leaving the biggest money on the table in your business. Absolutely. So, um, the other thing I want to mention is uh, getting those customers, keeping those customers, and moving those customers up the value chain, there are proven ways to do those. And once a business owner gets good at doing them, it almost runs on automatic. But the good thing is you can do those things very effectively without spending a lot of money. Uh, You can spend a lot of money doing advertising in, in different media, and companies do that and and they they grow by leaps and bounds but there's also ways to do build systems that are automatic that means they produce uh repeatable and reliable results uh that don't cost hardly anything or or uh, they're not very expensive or they're even free uh, the best example of that and the most obvious is, my goodness, if you can get your customers to like you so much that they thrilled to talk to their friends about you, that's free. And that is the best marketing and advertising you could possibly have. And then um, then there's other things that you can do also. But it do, you don't have to break the bank to uh, have build systems that are repeatable, that give reliable results that are getting you new customers all the time. And then systems like email or or letters or or just making sure you talk to them and print all kinds of ways to talk to your existing customers to introduce some additional things that you could offer them that they might very much like and appreciate so you can build that back end of the business. Absolutely. Uh, did you find that too, Paul, that there was a lot of simple things you could do that, that didn't cost a lot? Yeah. And I think that um, the word of mouth referrals, like you said, when you can get into a really tight knit community, um, they usually have some kind of communication platform for the residents of that community. Let me give you two quick examples, Dr. Frank. Um, personally, the neighborhood that I started really seeing some success in, they had a women's club. And so all the, not all, but there, there's a thousand homes in this neighborhood. It's a larger Atlanta neighborhood. But the majority of those women were actively uh, in a, like a network of, of the women's club that you could only be in it if you were a resident in this neighborhood. And you, you know, had to go to the special website and log in. But what they would do is they would talk back and forth like, hey, you know, 
we had a, we need a good babysitter. And then someone would write, well, don't hire so-and-so's daughter. She just sits there and texts her boyfriend all night and ignores the kids, you know, or, or they'll say, Hey, we need a good painter. And then someone say, Oh, you know, uh, Chuck's great. He does a good job. And, um, so they'll, they'll say the good, bad, and ugly about the different, uh, service providers from all different fields, roofing, painting, babysitting, dog walking, and of course, lawn care and landscaping. And so that's how I, I got free word of mouth referrals is because what was happening was my name just kept popping up in that women's club. Well, Paul Jamison, Paul Jamison, you know, he's really quality and, you know, wears a golf shirt and he does a good job and he's polite and he's honest. And all these positive things were being said and people were starting to see my name pop up time and time again. And when I would ask him, Hey, how'd you find out about me? And they'd be like, Oh yeah, I saw you, you kept, your name kept coming up in the women's club and, uh, not, not for, you know, for my lawn care. And, um, so that was really cool word of mouth referrals. And then my buddy Naylor, he got, he got into a neighborhood and they had a neighborhood Facebook, uh, that the residents of the Facebook were on there. And then they were talk on the Facebook group about him and how, you know, similar he was doing a quality service. And so, um, that's free. Well, we recently, you and I sat down and talked about, um, see, we talked about this and, and came up with a long list of things that one can do to, to get those customers, to get your word out of, that you're available and, and what you offer. And um, there's a long list of those things. Those are just a, a little sampling. Yes, it is, Dr. Fring. It's like the food court. You ever go and they have that little uh, Chinese sample and you get a little bite of that uh, teriyaki chicken. Uh, that's what kind of we're giving you here because, uh, Dr. Frank, we actually did a whole, uh, marketing e-training where we talked all about this. Uh, it was nine modules, uh, 30 minutes each. And so we're just giving you a little sample here, but, uh, what we need to do, Dr. Frank is, uh, cut over to Mr. Producer to hear from today's show, uh, sponsors. And then, uh, coming up, we'll talk more, uh, about how we can increase our business revenues and really get a good mindset uh, around our business. More with Dr. Frank coming right up. The only app every landscaper needs. Company Cam makes it dead simple to communicate, document, and problem solve with guys in the field, no matter where you are. Company Cam brings documentation, communication, and liability protection together in one simple, easy to use app for you and your entire team. Take unlimited photos and videos, share custom reports, create flawless before and afters, and even communicate and share progress with homeowners, with galleries, and projects timelines all from your smartphone company cam the only app every landscaper needs check it out at companycam.com forward slash green or find it in your app store the link will also be in today's show notes Hey, Landscaper, do you work hard all year for freedom but still feel as though your money controls you? Unfortunately, because you can't give bookkeeping your full energy or focus, it just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you. Because your business demands your time elsewhere, you need a personalized bookkeeping solution dedicated to your industry. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, now known as the Landscaping Bookkeeper, is dedicated to giving your time and peace of mind back through our monthly bookkeeping service. 
You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute phone call. We want you to become a confident and informed business owner. We'll take care of your grain so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. Have you heard the exciting news? Caleb and Brittany have started construction on what will be the Hardscape Academy's official headquarters for in-person training. This summer, you'll be able to go to their 8,400-square-foot facility in beautiful Fairfield County, Ohio, and get the hands-on training you and your crew need to improve your skill set and earn more money. If you can't attend in person, they will always have their online training resources for paper installation, retaining walls, fire pits, and step installation, along with one-on-one coaching calls. All of this can be found at thehardscapeacademy.com. If you're serious about mastering your skills, abilities, efficiency, and bottom line, thehardscapeacademy.com is for you. And that link is in today's show notes. All righty, guys, I'm back here with Batman, Dr. Frank, and uh, it's good <laughs> to be with you. We uh, recently, you came over to the studio and uh, we actually talked about what we're talking about today in depth and uh, actually recorded nine modules. Uh, each is about 30 minutes where you just share uh, what you've learned from building your businesses and all the thorough research that you've done, Dr. Frank, about marketing and how to do everything the right way uh, to really uh, build your business coming out of the gate with excellence. So you don't have to do the trial and error method that I did, but you can actually go into the proven methods right away and experience that success. Yeah, that's right, Paul, because every business needs to do the right things, but it, they need to do it in in the way where it's systematic and they actually build a system that uh, is repeatable and gives reliable results. And then it's a matter of, if you have the right systems, it's just a matter of turning the crank and doing uh, certain things every day, certain things every week, certain things every month, and it runs like, like a machine. What kind of machine? A profit machine. A profit machine for your business. And those systems are, um, don't reinvent the wheel, do the things that businesses and all industries have found that work. Um, even the things that don't cost very much or even free to get customers, that's a great system to build. How to, and then uh, another system is how you systematically offer more, more to your customers to, to keep them and to move them up the value chain where they're getting more products and services from you. So that increases your profitability. In fact, that's where your real profitability is in your business. Boy, that's a great system to build. And then, um, other systems that motivate your existing happy customers to refer them to their friends, refer, refer your company to their friends so that um, you're getting the best free marketing in the world, which is third-party validation from somebody who's thrilled with your company. Those are the really good systems because uh, they'll, they'll run more on automatic. Once you, once you build it, you have to do some things, but most of it's already built. Um, and, uh, it's just a matter of turning, turning the crank and you've got a profit making machine. Everybody wins with that because you've got a system to continually grow revenues in your business and expand it. And your customers, um, have a great way of 
learning what you can offer them and and how you relate to them and building that relationship with the with the customer and they're happy they're happy and you're making money yeah that's the name of the game and uh we cover too you know how to find out who our ideal customer really is because when i started out dr frank i was just kind of all over the place taking whatever i could get but when you really um, understand who that ideal customer is and, and what their motivations are for, for choosing a company like yours. Um, you, you set yourself apart from the competition as well. Yeah. We talk about that too. When you and I sat down and did the e-training uh, and that's very key what you just said. And that is uh, uh, really understanding what's motivating the customer to buy for the first time from you to try you out. And that's not your biggest expensive service that you offer for them to try you out. You want to have low risk for them, but also what motivates them to buy more products and service for services from you as they get to know you and you've been doing business with them for a while. That's key uh, because if you can tap into what motivates your customer, then uh, you can meet them where they're at and they're thrilled for you to offer them more products and services that that they want, or they didn't even know that they wanted. And they're thrilled that, that now they know it and that, that that's something that's important and you offer it. Yeah. And we, we go into depth in the e-training about that long-term profitability of a customer because they may just call you to come cut the grass or do something simple like pressure washing the driveway, cut the grass, whatever it is. But when we can really calculate that long-term profitability of that customer, um, you know, then we can really expand our business as we look long-term. Um, right. We and know we're going to offer them, market to them, all these other services um, as, as you teach in the training. Yeah, that's right. Because if you can really tap into what's motivating them, then you're meeting them where they're at. Um, you're, you're, it's another way of adding real value to, to them. And then the profits is just a, a byproduct of that. Focusing on that customer on that relationship so that you're easy to do business with and you're doing business with them in the way that they appreciate. And, um, that that's going to add value and that's going to, as a byproduct, bring in the profits, whether you want them or not, that's, that's what's going to happen. You bring that value and the, and the money comes. So the focus is on the value and the value is not just doing a good job on your, on your service. It's also doing a great job, making them feel good, making them trust you. That's really what business is. Business is all about relationship and trust. And if that is the focus and that's what you're building, you're going to have a very easy time in keeping that customer and, and getting them to be thrilled to um, have you do more products and services uh, with them. Totally. I'm right taking notes here, Dr. Frank. Relationship and trust. And, and when we, that's our focus. We, we knocked that out of the park with the relationship and trust. Then, you know, that's when it, it comes effortlessly that they're going to order um, other services from us. So this is right. so and, good. And you want to move them up that value chain too. Uh, now that they know you and trust you more because they, they're thrilled with how you do business with them and what you do. Uh, they're happy to spend more money. And to uh, venture out on uh, taking on other services that are more important. Now, there's more aspects to um, the back end of a business than just moving them up the value chain. There's also uh, ways to improve your recurring revenues with them as well. And, and we can talk about that another time. 
Yeah. But in the e-training, we go in depth on, on at the bottom, the bottom line is we focus on expanding your profitability. And in order to get there, you know, you unpack how you become a pro at, at getting new customers. And then obviously um, that motivation to, to have them buy more services from us. That's such a key component because when you do that, the, the machine's rolling and, and the, the profit's going to expand. Yeah. And the other thing too, Paul, is that uh, we emphasize really the ways you build those systems with uh, spending the least amount of, of money to do that. It's not big advertising. That's another story for another day. Uh, once a company gets big enough, they can really spend a lot of money on advertising and they can grow very fast, but you don't have to do that at first. You can be so effective with just simple ways of, of building systems to get your your message out there to acquire new customers and then ways to continually interface with that customer in ways that they appreciate to get them motivated to buy more from you. Beautiful. Well, Dr. Frank, um, if somebody wants to go through our e-training, which I highly recommend, as you know, I was sitting next to you as we're filming this e-training and cause you've, you spent so much time in business building uh, successful businesses as well as just the researcher or scholar and, 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 and f- figuring out what the brightest marketing minds over time have found out are those proven methods and, and, and brought this together in a beautiful way um, from your experience, from your research. And as you were sharing my, my, I got a uh, re energized and just motivated and just my my uh, mental capacity was just growing and expanding like wow um, I got to step up and do a better job of getting keeping new customers and bringing them up that value chain and uh, it was just a lot of value to me to get to listen to you Um, and so I would encourage anybody listening to go through the green industry marketing essentials it's available at greenindustrypodcast.com and once you go there and, and get that the nine videos will download on your uh, computer or wherever you want to watch them or listen to them. And uh, it will add a ton of value to your business. And once you get this in order and your um, marketing plan is, is doing the right things, then like you said, it really is a machine that you're getting new customers, you're keeping customers, and then you're just selling them more services and, and, and that profitability expands. And uh, I wish I would have, if I would have went through this e-training back in year one of my business, I mean, I can't imagine the different trajectory I would have been on um, and how much faster I would have gotten to profitability and, and how much headache and loss I would have avoided. That's right. You focus on the right things for business and you'll get there faster in terms of success with your business. Amen. Well, guys, do this. Um, Mr. Producer will put in the show notes green industry marketing essentials if you want to see what dr frank looks like uh your picture's on the thumbnail (laughs) and uh you guys can go over there and uh get that and uh really uh learn and grow and uh expand profits in your business and that's available uh green industry marketing essentials uh the complete marketing roadmap uh that will guide you um to that productive path um, so you guys can crush it in your local market and uh, boost those profits. It's available at greenindustrypodcast.com. Am I covering everything, Dr. Frank? Yeah, that's about it. All righty. So hopefully we can 
Meet you guys over there at greenindustrypodcast.com. And uh, you can enjoy the Green Industry Marketing Essentials uh, e-training. So, and those listening in real time, have a great weekend. And uh, smash that follow button uh, to be in touch with our next episode, dropping bright and early Monday morning. Batman, thanks for taking time out of your day to uh, share knowledge as always. Yeah, it's good to be with you, Paul. Hope to do it again soon. Yeah, hopefully we'll do it again next Friday. Okay. Later, Batman. (laughs) Bye-bye. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.